0: This is a squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Claire Kimble. It's Tuesday, the 14th of February. In your Squiz Today, New Money to Close the Gap, Gabrielle Hammers New Zealand, Rihanna wins the Super Bowl, and A Bad Day to Propose. This is your Squiz Today. We've been talking about issues relating to Indigenous Australians a lot already this year, given the crime crisis in Alice Springs and the referendum on an Indigenous voice to Parliament that will be held later in the year. And as we flagged yesterday, it was the 15th anniversary of the Apology to the Stolen Generations. PM Anthony Albanese marked it yesterday by unveiling new funding to Close the Gap.
1: Yeah, it's $424 million in funding and it's for programs focused on Close the Gap measures. Uh, That covers a number of life outcomes across health, education, employment, to name three. Uh, Essentially, it's about bridging the inequalities between the general population and First Nations peoples. Uh, And what Albanese said yesterday is the gaps not only persist, but some are getting bigger. Uh, That money is going to be split across things like infrastructure for clean drinking water, uh, housing in remote parts of the Northern Territory, uh, education support and family violence, prevention, legal services and support. And that addresses uh, issues identified in the 2022 Closing the Gap report that was released in November.
0: Yeah, and that report found that for one half of the measures covered, things are actually getting worse for Indigenous Aussies. Minister Linda Burney says while previous governments have tried, the new implementation plan and this funding will help. And she says an Indigenous voice to Parliament would also be a fundamental part of tackling First Nations' disadvantage.
1: Yeah, of course, the voice came up quite a bit yesterday uh, and the government is still working with the Liberals trying to get their support for it. Uh, Coalition leader Peter Dutton says that while he welcomes the new closing, the GAP plan and the funding, he still has questions about how the voice to parliament will work. Uh, He says those who want more information aren't hard-hearted. He says they deserve to be trusted
0: with the detail. Last week we talked about the government giving in to a coalition demand that Aussies receive two written essays outlining the yes and no cases for the referendum in the mail. Another demand is equal funding for both campaigns, and so far Albanese is refusing to give either campaign any taxpayer funds. We talked yesterday about Cyclone Gabrielle heading towards New Zealand's North Island and it's causing big problems for residents at the Top End and on the East Coast. This is one of those occasions where a map would be handy, but the thing to know is that Auckland has been hit hard with high winds and heavy rain.
1: Yeah, as have coastal communities across that region. Uh, There have been evacuations, along with big power outages and mobile phone coverage dropping out. Um, The radar footage of the winds along the Coromandel Peninsula are epic, and officials say that the whole nation will be affected by the weather system. Gabrielle is no longer technically a cyclone, but the experts say that it's not necessarily any weaker.
0: Yeah, those radar images are incredible, including the projections of what they think will happen today with the system pinballing off the coast and heading east out to sea. Late yesterday, PM Chris Hipkins said conditions are likely to get worse before they get better. So our fingers are crossed for all our Kiwi friends. Another day, another unidentified flying object, Claire. (laughs) American fighter jets took down another object flying close to the Canadian border yesterday and it's been described by authorities as an unmanned octagonal structure with strings attached to it. With strings attached? That (laughs) makes it a new development, I guess. And look, it
1: makes it four objects now that have been discovered over Canada and the US in the last couple of weeks. Uh, And the Australian Security Intelligence Organisation boss, that's ASIO, his name is Mike Bird, he was questioned about the discoveries when he fronted a Senate estimates hearing in Canberra yesterday. He says that he's not aware of any Chinese spy balloons over Australia, uh, but he also noted that balloons aren't the principal means by which people are spying on Australia.
0: Yeah, he was also asked about Australia's terror threats yesterday and he said although right-wing extremism grew rapidly during the height of the COVID pandemic when it was fueled by conspiracy theory. The threat has now moderated, but Burgess says it does live on. I don't know if you got to watch any of the Super Bowl game, Claire, but it was a thriller. The Philadelphia Eagles went down to the Kansas City Chiefs 38 to 35 The Eagles, including Aussies Jordan Mailata and Aaron Sippos, went to the halftime break with a strong lead, but the Chiefs launched a successful comeback to win.
1: Yeah, I did have it on in the background as I settled into some work yesterday and really seemed to look up at the right moments when it was getting exciting. Uh, But I downed my tools to watch Rihanna, (laughs) who lit up the stage with her first live performance in five years uh, as the halftime entertainment. And look, Like any respectable woman, she multitasked to the max. Uh, She performed her greatest hits while she was on a floating stage. She also plugged her beauty and her fashion lines and she revealed her second pregnancy to the world. So yeah, she was really working it. Yeah,
0: just a bit going on in that performance. (laughs) Yeah. And also bringing it with advertisers, a commercial during the game costs about 6 to 7 million US dollars for a 30 second slot. So understand Understandably, they're not afraid to call on some big name celebrities. I'll put a link in the episode notes to some of the best ads. It's a great way to lose an hour clicking through them all. It sure is. Claire, happy Valentine's Day. Oh, look, and to you, Alice. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get you anything, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh No. But at least we can be grateful that we're not in India, where authorities have tried to turn it into Cow Hug Day. Look,
1: unsuccessfully, we should add. Uh, The government-run Animal Welfare Department said that hugging cows will bring emotional richness and increase individual and collective happiness. Uh, People were utterly unimpressed though and they made a lot of fun of it on the internet
0: yeah excellent use of utter there yes thank you here at home fancy restaurateurs say it's a terrible day to propose because they can't make it special like they can on other days where they might get a proposal a month but from us good luck if that is on the cards for you today and we hope we haven't rained on your parade
1: (laughs) yeah best wishes (laughs) i hope it goes well
0: Squiz the day, Claire. What's something you're keeping an eye on?
1: Look, if you're keen on an early start like we are, get out of bed. Uh, The Aussie Women's T20 World Cup side plays against Bangladesh in South Africa. That's at 4am tomorrow morning. Uh, They really played well against the Kiwis in their opener on Sunday morning, so let's hope the good times are all. Yeah, good one to tune
0: into, if you're up that early. (laughs) (laughs) And that's us done this morning. Thank you, as always, for listening. We'll be back in your ears tomorrow.